was there something else? Yes, you're totally annoying. Blah, 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 blah. Hello, and welcome to Control-Alt-Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and enjoy having many alts. My name is Aprilian, I'm on the Balgun server, and this is episode 13, recorded Monday, February 26, 2007, and it's a good thing I'm not superstitious. Let's start off with our first segment and it's called what's going on and it's just my observation that I've noted in while playing World of Warcraft in the last week or so my first thing is I want to reference the gentleman who started my show and that is Riz Looseboat Bolt he is actually a vendor that's hidden in the Alterac Valley in near Slaughter Hollow he is in a cage in a crate in front of the second cave. There's two caves in that little valley. It's the snow-covered hills where there's lots of mining and also a few uh, her- her- herbs <laughs> that you can uh, pick, uh, winter bite and uh, gold thorn and some other stuff. And he is in front of the small fake cave. There's another cave called Crush Bridge Hold, which is a little bit deeper and there's a lot of stuff to mine in there. But the other cave, which is quite which is right opposite Crush Bridge Hold, has um these crates in front of it and I had been farming iron and mithril and um the herbs with several different uh, alts and I had never noticed this guy and then one day he yells out don't leave me here for them to eat me. Well, he's a vendor. He's He can't repair anything, but he, you can sell him some of that vendor trash so that you can farm a little longer and you don't have to return to Torrin Mills or another city to sell. So that's one tip. Uh, the other tip I have for you today is that if you are near or heading back to the inn you hearth from, or heading to another inn where you can get another hearthstone from, and you need just one more space in your bag, and there's no vendor around like Riz Loose Bolt, you can destroy the hearthstone, and when you get to another inn, or get to the inn that you had your hearthstone before, you can get a new hearthstone. Every time if you don't have a hearthstone in your inventory and you select make this in your home the innkeeper will give you another hearthstone which is a little which is a, just a way to get another space especially if you're collecting something that's that stacks then you'll have 20 or 10 more of those items that you wouldn't have had if you didn't uh, destroy your hearthstone just something I learned along the way. It took me a while to realize that I could actually destroy my hearthstone. Can't sell it, but you can destroy it. The other thing that I wanted to, observation that I wanted to point out, is that the Draenei, some of the Draenei men, sound like Worf's father on Star Trek. Now, as some of you, or most of you probably know, Michael Dorn, who played Worf, Worf on the Star Trek series, uh, 
it does voice some of the characters, particularly I think some Torians, Torans, male, and the actor that played his father on Star Trek, who was I think of a Russian descent, sounds like he might be the same person that uh, sounds very similar to the Draenei men. So I wonder if there's any connection, if maybe Worf or Michael Dorn suggested him for the voice, or if there's any connection. If anybody knows, let me know. And also, I saw the Draenei mounts. Very cool. Made me want to start working on my Draenei. They're like these elephants, and they're just really cool. And, okay, that's enough of my observations. Now, let's talk a little bit about what I've been doing the past week. And I've been doing some house cleaning. I took all of my alts to their banks and cleaned out their bank bags. What I did was, um, I found that, especially with jewel crafting and some of the, as I was moving up, that I was running out of space. And I had even spent 10 gold on a couple of characters to get a third or a fourth bank bag, bank slot. But I decided to clear out my bank. And one of the things I did was I put a lot of white stuff um, on AH, uh, stuff that I needed rough stone that I didn't need anymore. And, and it's kind of funny because you spend all this time trying to collect these certain things and then you don't need them. And when I put them on AH, I put them on AH for twofold. One, maybe I'll make money. I didn't price them extravagantly. I priced them extremely reasonable. And the other thing is that even if it doesn't sell on the auction house, it will be mailed back to you and then it can sit in your mailbox for 30 days so you can kind of use your mailbox as a temporary storage or an additional bank bag and I don't think there's a limit on that just the 30 day limit and so uh, this really gives you a chance to open up some new room and then within the next 30 days you might find that there's another alt who needs it or someone else you can give it to and then you can go in and clear out your mailbox um the only thing is it means that you won't be able to tell when you get new mail but that for me that's only important on my banker alts when i to see if i sold something so that's a way to clean out to get some more room and the other house cleaning i did was i cleaned out some quests i looked for quests that were collecting quests and i tried to complete some of those you know the quests where you have to either um collect so many of something and I already had some in my inventory or in the ones that's really a pain in the butt which is fill this thing up go out and put something in this thing and that was holding up some of my uh, space in my bags and I deleted gray quest unless I needed the rep and I'm trying to get rep in Ogremar for my troll because I want, when my uh, 54 troll gets up high enough to get her epic mount, I want her to be exalted with um, Ogremar because I want her to get a wolf. I really hate riding that raptor around. <laughs> and my uh, Trishel, my level 47 orc, looks and feels so cool riding on her wolf. I just, I love to just ride around with her on her wolf. Um, that's my favorite mount right now. Um, my Torin has a Kodos, that huge thing, and it's lumbering. 
I mean, of course, it's only psychological that it's lumbering because it's probably moving at the same feet speed as any other mount but it just feels like I'm lumbering and sometimes I have trouble getting through doorways like in Undercity and uh, going downstairs at Undercity and I just feel like I'm blocking everybody's way whenever I check my mail when I'm on the Kodo it's a huge mount the other thing I wanted to talk about this week which is, and it's I very rarely talk about non World of Warcraft stuff but this is kind of related. I tried the the Lord of the Rings stress test. And I just wanted to talk about how some of the things that I felt about it. And one of the things was that the character creation was a little limited. But that's not the game's fault. That's inherent to the books and the movie. There was human male and female, elf male and female, hobbit male and female, and dwarf male. No dwarf females, because I guess they weren't in the book. I don't know how you get dwarf males without dwarf females, but hey, you know, it's the book. Uh, I also think that you should be a big fan of the game before you play. I read the first book, The Hobbit, and... Of course, the Lord of the Rings series is set after that, so I really didn't get into the movies. Some people were complaining that it looked a lot like World of Warcraft, which is ridiculous. There's a set formula for any MMORPG. People were probably saying World of Warcraft looked like EQ. So, um, it looked all pretty, and, you know, if you're a big Lord of the Rings fan, I'm not saying leave WoW or anything, but... It might be something you might want to look into. And of course, the world is big enough for more than one MMORPG. And that brings us to the end of segment one, What's Going On. segment two what I like to call wow news or what is news according to control alt wow and the world of warcraft one of the news things that was featured on the world of warcraft website which of course we all go there on a regular basis because there's always something interesting going on is youtube has a world of warcraft endorsed video contest Check it out. Maybe your artistic uh, flowing, your artisticness might come into use. Boy, that was a rough phrase there. The other thing I want to talk about was something that I found on dig.com. And it's not so much as a WoW news as a new WoW feature, or feature for World of Warcraft. And um, it might be something that some people are already familiar with but just something that I just stumbled across and think that it's great for, it's something that's great for guilds, but it's even great better for people with alts. It's called Guild Launch. And it's a website for people who want to have uh, interaction for their guild. It actually creates, it's a free website if you don't mind the ads, and some of the ads do have uh gold selling and stuff but you can just ignore that and then there's uh, $5.99 a month if you 
want no ads and there's a whole bunch of other little features involved you can see most of it at or you can see it all at guildlaunch.com but I'm just going to go into some of the things that I noticed that would work particularly well for people with lots of alts like me I have 20 alts and you know to try to remember what each alt has I had tried many different things including uh, list my junk where I have a spreadsheet that tries to keep track of what each character can do but the one thing that's nice about guild launch in addition to the fact that you get a uh, very customizable site that includes forums roster a calendar and a wiki and something called a rapid raid which of course I don't know too much about raid but um, with a minimum amount of effort I made a pretty nice site you can visit it at control alt wow.guildlaunch.com which is another thing you get a nice subdomain and it uses an add-on called guild launcher profiler and the link to that will be in the website but you can also find it on guildlaunch.com and what happens is it creates an add-on and once the add-on is loaded all you have to do is right click on your avatars picture and select create guild launch profile for each of your characters in order to include information from the bank you have to take that character to the bank and to the stable to get pet info and then also open up your trade skills you'll see a listing of what you can make scroll by in, ch in chat but just for you no one else can see it and this creates a file called guildlaunchprofiler.lua which is then located in your world of warcraft folder under the fo in the folder called WTF in the account folder you know if you have more than one account you're gonna have two different you're gonna have different account folders and then the user's name and the realm and the character and all this is on the website it's very easy to use and once you select the file and upload it to your character web to your character page on the website it uploads a whole lot of information about your character now you can you can you'll easily be able to see the skills levels items the characters can craft even when you're not online or on with that particular character and it also provides a direct link that you can access for instance if you wanted to just keep a bunch of favorites so you can go to directly to a particular character you can do that or if you wanted to let somebody know about what this character can do you can send that just that link um, I think you can get to it as long as you have that web address I don't know if there's a way you can search to find a particular person I was a little bit I started to be a little bit paranoid because it actually shows you everything the person has and everything the person can do or the character can do but then I thought you know it's not that big a deal it's not like <laughs> I'm trying to keep it's not like I'm trying to keep what I'm doing in secret so that I can do something that you know like if I was in a different kind of a game where what I had and what I could do was something I didn't want another person to know because they would then have one up on me but um, it's very easy to use and the only there's only a couple of problem or not problems but things that you have to do and that's every time you wanted to update your character you're gonna have to upload this file you, I mean I I've started to do it at the end of every 
day and it makes it easier and easier if you just make it a routine right before you log off go through all your characters I think once you update it it will continue to update you just have to keep uploading it uh, maybe even create a macro that will do it yourself so I think that's something that if you're serious about having lots of alts that you might look into also if you're a guild or you have a guild you know I'm I know that these files, these LUA files have been around for a while and that they serve some kind of a purpose and that some of you are out there going, hey, well, duh. <laughs> but I just wanted to let those who might not be aware of it go to the site, get a free page, find, keep track of your alts. And that brings us to the end of WOW News. to segment three a little segment I call alt roundup it's when I tell you what I've been doing with my alt I would love to hear what other people are doing with their alts just so you remember you can email me at control alt wow that's c-t-r-l-a-l-t-w-o-w at gmail.com and you can get the show notes at our website at control alt wow dot blogspot.com let's see I'm gonna start off with pre and Z Prill and Z <laughs> they haven't been doing much I think uh, Prill is 21 and Z is 21 uh, they've been they've maxed out their trade skill well Z has maxed out his um, jewel crafting and Prill is getting up there with her leather working and Z has been helping Trishel with her jewel crafting. He had a lot of uh, ore that she could use and some uh, gems because he had both a mining bag and a gem bag. And she's, uh, I'm really excited because. Um, well, as I'll tell you later about when I get to Trishel. I'm really excited about Trishel picking up jewel crafting. Creed and Control Alt Wow are uh, my lower level. Well, I like to call them my <laughs> lower level blood elf, but Creed's the only blood elf. Uh, Control Alt Wow is actually an orc, and I made her because I wanted a warrior to work with Creed. But they are going to be doing all of the uh, quests in. Eversong Woods and Ghostlands, the ones that Pearl and Z skipped over. And Creed has been doing um, very well with disenchanting the lower level jewel uh, that uh, Trishel made. And he even put some of the strange dust on Auction House and made some gold, which was nice. And Creed's been getting up his um, cloth making, tailoring skills. He's uh, even gotten up to silk. Control uh, Wow hasn't been doing much with her blacksmithing. She gave a lot of her ore to Trishel to get her jewel crafting up, but um, I foresee that she's going to catch up soon. Aprilian and Will Fire have been kind of busy. 
they were both working on cleaning out their quest log. They had picked up Aaron for Apothecary Zinge, step one, the quest in Undercity, while they were doing the Valentine's Day quest. And so they got together, and the quest requires a trip to Tanaris, which was great because they also had the Wastewater Justice quest. And they um, did the Wastewater Justice, which was enough to get them the water that they needed to continue that other quest. But they haven't gone on to do the field test quest, which Trishel has done. Oh, before I go on to Trishel, I wanted to say that um, I saw somebody with this really cool hat on. There's a several kind of pimpy kind of hats in uh, World of Warcraft right now. But there's one called the Comfortable Hat, which doesn't have the purple and zebra, and it's very easy, uh, relatively easy to make. And I found the recipe on on Auction House, or Ilya found the recipe on Auction House for 16 gold. It actually was 16 gold for bid and 20 gold for 21 gold for buyout, I think. And she went ahead and bid, and she won the bid. Sometimes it's kind of chancy if you don't do the buyout because somebody else will outbid you. Or sometimes people, I think, get their friends to outbid when they don't think the buyout or when the bid is kind of low. But she ended up paying 16 gold for the recipe. She sent it to Real Fire. And so far, um, well, Real Fire made six hats because she had a bunch of medium leather on her. And uh, I think it's thick hide. No, heavy hide. Cured heavy hide. And um, she sent the six hats to Ilya. And already Ilya has sold two of the hats at three gold apiece. So that's six gold already. So she should make that 16 gold back. And then some. And... Oh, while Real Fire and Aprilian were doing the quest in Tanaris, they actually made some money with some of the stuff they vendored. And with the money that the Waste Wander Bandits and Thieves dropped. So, that was pretty cool. But Trishel, who's becoming my favorite, mainly because she rides that really cool wolf. And she's a, she actually dinged level 43 this week. And, you know, my dings are very spaced out. I'm not in any hurry to get to 70 uh, or even 60. Aprilian still hasn't gotten to 60. And she's I'm just having fun with all my characters. But I particularly spent some time with Rochelle. She made the change. She dropped her herbalism, which she had gotten up to 265. And that was kind of a scary thing because that's a big investment. But um, I wanted her to take up jewel crafting. She was she already had mining, and she has mining I think up to two seventy. And I really wanted an upper um, level alt to do jewel crafting because uh, Z was running into that wall where he had to be. I think now he has to be thirty five to go past two twenty five. And I just really like jewel crafting. Well, we were working on getting her uh, up. I had actually had her and Z with the trainer. Z would give her some stuff that she needed. She would create some stuff and get to a level and then train. And uh, while she was while they were doing this in Silvermoon City, a 260-ish level jewel crafter. Uh, 
who was in his upper 60s, came by and asked everybody um, what level they were. And I asked him, and I, as I had been asking several people, uh, if, if he had any gem bags. There are these 20-slot gem bags and 20-slot mining bags that can only be, get, be picked up in Outland. And they, it's great. They hold 20 slots. I think they can buy them from the vendor for 9 gold. And some of them, I've seen a couple on, on AH. I actually bought one of each from the Alliance AH when I made some money with T-Rex, my Alliance banker. But um, I haven't seen any lately, and I wanted some for Trishelle. Um Z has one of each, and it really makes a difference. Uh, so I asked this guy, you know, who had mentioned that he was having some trouble with his getting his jewel crafting up because he was kept running out of gold. Well, I have plenty of gold. Well, not plenty, but I think I had at least four stacks, some in bars and some in ores, because I had been doing a lot of mining for my blacksmithing, and when I got to a certain level, I kept running into gold veins, but there wasn't really a lot of blacksmithing stuff that required gold. So I made him a deal and said that if he went and got me a mining bag, I would give him a stack of gold ore and a stack of gold bars. I probably could have gotten a tidy sum for that on the AH, but I really wanted this mining bag. And so he ended up going out and getting me a mining bag. And uh, I forgot to mention that I wanted a gym bag also, but... Uh, Oh, wow, well, I got the mining bag, and now Trishelle has a mining bag. And she then went to Tanaris. Actually, she went to Tanaris before Real Fire and Aprilian did, and she did those quests, including Into the Field. Now, Into the Field, if you haven't done it yet, and it's a, a 40s-level quest, is one that I found very enjoyable. It was timed. It was two hours. And you had to get eight basilisks. You had to acquire acceptable samples for eight basilisks, eight hyenas, and eight scorpions. And then bring the, the testing kit back to Chief Engineer Bilgewizzle in Gadgetstan before the power source runs out. Now, the thing about it is, not only did you have to kill these guys, and they, every time you killed them, they did drop a sample, but then you had to check the sample, and only one out of three or four were acceptable. So it was quite thrilling when I started getting down to 20 minutes, and I still needed a couple more samples, and then, bing, I got the two samples, and I was able to turn it in. I don't know. It was fun for me. Let's see. My other... Alt I didn't do much with. I didn't do much with Theo. He did go to get um, his coins and he got the uh, XP for going and talking to that level 70 um, NPC in Nighthaven. And I think he got some dumplings. And Sharina did the same thing. You know, you, you do the quest where you do the rockets. Oh, but she did the rockets. And she got the two-for-one deal. I think I mentioned this in my last podcast. 
I don't know if it was because she was a troll in Ogremar, if that made a difference, if a Torian in Thunderbluff would get the deal too, but she only had to shoot off one rocket and four fireworks, whereas the actual quest says two rockets and eight fireworks, and for every firework or every rocket she shot, she got two credits. Just interesting. I'm going to try to wrap this up because I think my alt roundup is going pretty far, pretty long. Um, did some more of the Dragonhawk swapping. See, uh, April got some two T-Rex, I guess. I think uh, actually Creed brought them for the 45 silver or the 5 silver discount he gets. Instead of paying 50 silver, he pays 45. And he got 10 to uh, T-Rex and they've been selling like hotcakes right now he's got like 40 gold on him that he's made from this oh and i also took t-rex to darnassus and he made dalinar his home i did some quests there i might even work on getting him up to par now that i've seen those cool draenei mounts Ilya didn't do a lot of selling of the moths. The market's down, I guess. I think either they over-flooded the market or people just don't want those cute little moths. Uh, she did sell a pair of ogre kickers that Trishel got while she was in uh, Crush Hole, um, Crush Bridge Hole. There's a, not elite, but one of those uh, NPCs that has the silver dragon and he dropped some really nice stuff, if you blue stuff. If you find him and I just happened to walk into the one of the areas in crush hole bridge crush crush bridge hole and there he was I took him down and got those uh, ogre kickers uh, Trishel already had a pair and I believe um, I believe another one of my alts has a pair but so I didn't need them put them on the uh, AH and uh, got about 12 gold pieces for that. That's not too bad. And um, I think that's about it for my alt roundup. Next, we'll go on to favorite places and wow. Okay, this week I'm doing something a little bit different. Instead of my favorite place in World of Warcraft, I'm going to talk about my least favorite place in World of Warcraft. And I got to this place because I have been bringing my Alliance alt, uh, April and T-Rex, around to different, um, different places in the Moonglade. Because now that uh, you can... When you get to the Moonglade, and I mentioned this in my last podcast, you can go to one of the other circles, you can go to any of the circles, and port to that city that that circle represents. Of course, it's uh, if you're on a... I think if you're on a non-PVP server, you can only go to your own areas. If you're on a PVP circle, cir well, you can port to another area, but you're might get killed right away but um, I have to try that just to make sure but so I had to I went around and got all the 
fight pass that I could for T-Rex in April. And I did that by taking them to, to Darnassus and Stormwind and Ironforge for those that hadn't been there. I think uh, T-Rex had been into Ironforge but hadn't been into the other two. So this was a quick way of getting to both, uh, to all three cities, or getting to the other two cities using the port in Moonglade. And so we went, took them into Darnassus and I absolutely hate Darnassus because the areas where you need to find out where something is, you can't find a guard. If you're down in the trade skill area and you want to find out where specifically is the trainer for leather working, you have to go back into where the first part is that you come into from Dolinar and find a guard and then run back to the area where you just was. Um, and there are too many bridges <laughs> and you have to keep making these 45 degree turns every time you you can't just set your alt your character on run auto run but you have to keep making all these little turns and you end up in water and the mailbox is nowhere near the AH in most of the cities Ogremar, Thunder Bluff um, under city, you can. It's just a short run to the mailbox. The mailbox is near the bank, which I don't know. Do you really need to mail stuff from the bank or get stuff mailed? It seems like the AH is more important to have a mailbox nearby. You have to jump down out the back of AH and then run across a bridge, and another bridge, and then get to the bank. I mean, get to the. Um, mailbox and then run back. Nicest thing about the new areas in Silvermoon City and Exodor is there are mailboxes everywhere. You can you can't swing a dead cat. Oh, oh sorry, in Silvermoon City there probably are a lot of dead cats running around. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting a mailbox. And the other thing about Donassus is that when you first enter it from the Dalinar side you have to go so far in before you see anything. It's like, hello, what is all this space for? Anyways, that's my least favorite place. If you think that I'm being overly picky or you agree with me, please send me an email at controlaltwow at gmail.com. Okay, that brings us to the server selections segment of this show and what I would like to do is just bring up an item and discuss what it goes for on different servers it doesn't necessarily have to be an item it could be um, anything that we can compare across servers today I'm going to focus on an irid the iridescent pearl it's very popular right now because it's an, one of the necessary things for mid-level uh, jewel crafting. I was surprised at the difference of the price on the Belgun server in the Horde AH versus the Alliance AH. On the Belgian auction house for the Horde, they were going three gold apiece. On the Alliance auction house on Belgun, they were going 50 to 75 silver a piece. 
Needless to say, I brought a bunch up on the Alliance side, and I'm getting them over to my Horde character. Of course, this could just have been a temporary thing, and they could probably go back down again. I did hop onto a couple of other servers that I have characters that are in or near an auction house. And on Lightning Hoof, the Horde AH, they are one gold to three gold apiece. And on the Hilarious server on the Horde's auction house, they are two to three gold apiece. So if you happen to check out the uh, auction house on your server and find out the price of the Iridescent Pearl, uh, why don't you drop me an email and uh, I'll mention and compare the price in our next episode. And this brings us to our email segment and I do happen to have some email very pleased to receive and this email comes from constant this is hi Aprilian I am on the Coriol Straz server that's K-O-R-I-A-L-S-T-R-A-Z server and my main is a level 32 human rogue named constant male my alts are level 24 dwarf hunter Padar male with pets white bullet polar bear named Snowbit and a black wolf Fenrir. A level 17 human warrior Sweet Sweet Tea how sweet is a female. A level 16 human mage Renya is a female. A level 12 knight elf druid Talson is a male and a level 5 human warrior Bank B-A-N-Q, cute. <laughs> my bank alt, hence the name. I created a guild just for myself and my alts called Fear and Loathing. Love your show, and I gave you a positive review on iTunes. I saw it constant. It was very good. Thank you very much. Just wanted to say thanks for the tip on getting flight paths via the Lunar Festival celebration. Out of all the wild podcasts, you're the only one that mentioned this. I just sent out all of my lower level alts to get the flight paths they could. Again, thanks much, and keep the podcast coming, Constant. Thank you very much, Constant, and I would love to hear from any one of you, or all of you, at controlaltwow at gmail.com. Okay, that brings us to the end of episode 13 and I just want to bring up my closing thoughts it's been a really good week for me I got a lot of things done and I am really enjoying myself uh, I did get to play a lot because last week was a three day weekend President's Day uh, the Luna Festival is still going on as of today, I'm afraid that with maintenance tomorrow it might be over. But if it's still low, I can get those flight paths and rep points. And remember, there is a flight path. There's a hippogriff for the Alliance in Moonglade. And um, it's just right south of the lake, right before that little dip. I'm sure you can find it. I just want to add that I am really enjoying doing this podcast even though I don't get a whole lot of feedback. I'm almost at 28 
hundred downloads so I think someone's listening but no matter what this has been a great learning experience and I really have been enjoying the whole process of putting this together so if you've been listening to me thank you for listening and keep playing well our enemies will fall